You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Giants fans. You are listening to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. And on today's show, we're going to do something that we really haven't done here at Big Blue View Radio, at least not done enough of. We are going to do a Twitter Tuesday At our website, we've been uh, doing mailbags for quite a while now, and recently, uh, almost all of the questions that we have been answering have been coming through the Big Blue View mailbox at bigblueview at gmail.com. Haven't actually had to solicit questions from our Twitter followers for quite a while, so what I thought I would do this week... I asked for questions on Twitter, you know, to the BBV mailbag. And today what we'll do is we will answer some of those questions that I got from our Twitter followers, you know, as we uh, build up to the 2019 NFL draft. All right, Giants fans, let's get started here quickly with our first question. Joe Burris wants to know, Could the Giants go tight end with the 17th overall pick? Joe, this is kind of an interesting one. I I did an appearance with Pat Trena on Locked On Giants earlier this week, and Pat asked me if I thought there was one sort of outside-the-box scenario that would sort of turn the draft on its head for the Giants. And the one that I mentioned is actually taking tight end, actually, at the sixth overall pick. One of the things that that we know, TJ Hawkinson of Iowa is considered to be the best overall tight end in the draft. I know there are fans of Noah Font as well, but... For the most part, Hawkinson is tight end one on most draft boards. What we also know is that the Giants need some receiving help after trading Odell Beckham. You know, they have Sterling Shepard. They have Evan Ingram at tight end. They signed Golden Tate. They're bringing back Corey Coleman. But they could still use a big wide receiver. And there are some who believe that that big wide receiver could or should be Evan Ingram. To take Hawkinson at 6 or 17 if he still happens to be available, and to be honest, I don't think he'll be there at 17, to take Hawkinson would allow the Giants to 
play Ingram more on the outside. Now, do I see this as a legitimate thing that the Giants would actually do? Probably not. There are too many needs, you know, in in other places, too many connections between the Giants and and edge rushers, defensive linemen. You know, they have needs at, at corner on defense. There's always the possibility that they'll take a quarterback somewhere along the way. So, you know, offensive tackle, even perhaps the center position, I think all of those things could be more likely than using a pick on a tight end and or a skill position player like a wide receiver like like DK Metcalf or Hakeem Butler or Nikhil Harry or whoever you happen to to think is value at 17. Um but, you know, if you want a scenario that's that's outside the box that's possible I do happen to believe that Hawkinson is a player that the Giants are attracted to so as an outside the box scenario I would simply say keep that one in mind all right let's move on to another question Jay Pollard 888 wants to know what sense does it make to lock in on defense with the sixth pick and to think that the Giants just take a quarterback at 17? Isn't it more doubtful that if they subscribe to not reaching for a quarterback, it's a bigger reach at 17, taking the third or fourth quarterback rather than the second best at number six? Well, I look at it this way. It's how they set their draft board. If you're at number six, let's talk about quarterback. If you're at number six, and and the top quarterback ranked on your board, if you're ranking prospects, say, one to 50, the top quarterback on your board happens to be, you know, for, for argument's sake, we'll, we'll use Dwayne Haskins. If your board says that Dwayne Haskins is the 25th or 30th or 35th best player, then that's a massive reach to take him at number six, especially when you have so many defensive players who should be ranked in the top 10 on most draft boards. The value in this draft, and value is something that the Giants talk about consistently, the value in this draft in the top 10 appears to be largely on the defensive side of the football. So that is why I think the Giants are so often connected to, you know, to defensive players, to Quinn and Williams if he happens to fall, to Josh Allen if he happens to fall, Montez Sweat, Rashawn Gary, uh, Brian Burns, Devin White perhaps, you know, someone, Ed Oliver perhaps, someone in that, you know, someone out of that group of, of players I think that that is where the value is at number six. In terms of number 17, once again, let's let's say that it's Dwayne Haskins and let's say that that he's, you know, that he's ranked 20th or 25th on their draft board. To take him at 17, if they feel like he's a quarterback they could succeed with, that is closer to realistic value. I don't see it as I don't see it as that much of a reach to say, oh, you know, if they didn't like this guy at six, what, you know, then, then why should they like him at 17? 
because the value is closer to what they have on their draft board. If you know if that's the way they want to go, if they don't think the quarterback is value at six, then you take the player you think can really impact your defense. I continue to believe, I continue to think there's a strong possibility that the Giants will not take a quarterback at all in the first round. Maybe they'll take one at 37. Don't know. Maybe they will take someone like Daniel Jones at 17. But I'm not buying this argument that if he's not value at 6, then he's not value at 17. I simply don't see it that way. All right, Giants fans, another question that we have here comes from David Freed. David wants to know, I don't see a lot of mock drafts with the Giants taking a right tackle in the first round, whereas I believe that is inevitable. What odds are you giving that the 6th or 17th pick is a hog molly? Well, David, let's put it this way. Hog mollies exist on both sides of the football, offensive and defensive lines. I think we've established that somewhere along the way, you know, the Giants will be, you know, will be paying a lot of attention to the defense, you know, in the 2019 NFL draft. Pretty much we, you know, it would be a surprise at this point if the the sixth overall pick is not a defensive player, most likely a front seven guy, you know, and, and more likely than not an edge guy or an interior lineman, you know, like a Quinn and Williams, you know, an edge guy like a Montez Sweat or Brian Burns, as we've talked about, or Rashawn Gary, you know, whoever happens to be on the board there. Um, I think that I'm I'm not sure that I buy the fact that, you know, quote unquote, not a lot of mock drafts have the Giants taking a right tackle in the first round. I think that that we quite often see you know, someone like Jawan Taylor of Florida, if he falls to 17, mocked to the Giants. We see Andre Dillard of Washington State or Cody Ford of Oklahoma mocked to the Giants. And I think all of those guys are realistic possibilities for the Giants in the first in the first round. So would someone like, uh, like if you want a center, Garrett Bradbury would be a guy, you know, who would get consideration in the first round if he's there at 17. You know, I look at 6, 17, and 37, and I've said this before, you look at quarterback, you look at right tackle, you look at pass rusher, you look at cornerback, and if you really want to, you could probably throw in wide receiver as as a fifth area. But, you know, focusing on those first four positions... I would think that somewhere in those first 37 picks where the Giants have 6, 17, and 37, I think you're going to see the Giants hit three of those four areas, and I think right tackle is a huge priority. So at 17 or 37, I think it's very, very, very possible that the pick for the Giants at that point in the draft would be a guy who could slide in at right tackle. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Then we will come back and answer more of your questions here on this Twitter Tuesday. All right, Giants fans, we're here on 
the Valentine's Views podcast, and we are answering questions from Giants fans for a Twitter Tuesday edition of our show. So let's get to our next question. Observerman24 wants to know, he says, I know everyone wants to upgrade our coverage unit, but should we look at taking a coverage linebacker more than taking a cornerback? We obviously have to give Sam Beal and Grant Haley a chance to prove themselves, and I think taking a linebacker would solve our inability to cover tight ends and running backs. Observer man, I look at it this way. I've said it many, many times. I continue to say it over and over. The Giants need help. They need upgrades, you can argue, at pretty much every position along their defense. I'm not necessarily, you know, I don't want to obsess about a coverage linebacker. I think cornerback's a possibility at 17, someone like Brian Mur- Byron Murphy. I think it's a possibility at 37. It's a possibility in the third round. I think the Giants absolutely have to upgrade their cornerback. You know, it, I'm not buying the notion that we that the Giants have to give someone like Grant Haley a chance to prove them to prove himself. They will undoubtedly, you know, give Sam Beal a long look. They drafted him in the supplemental draft, sacrificed a third round pick this time around to do so. They're going to give him an opportunity. If they can upgrade from Grant Haley, they're going to try to do that. If they can add talent at the cornerback position, they're going to try to do that. If they can add a good linebacker somewhere along the way, they're going to try to do that. I'm not going to sit here and say linebacker is more important than cornerback. I quite honestly don't think that it is. I think that what's important for the Giants is to add good players at as many levels of their defense as possible. When it comes specifically to cornerback, one of my views has always been that you can never have enough good quality coverage players. So any cornerbacks that they want to draft, I'm going to be in full support of, of them doing just that, drafting guys who can cover players in the back end of their defense. All right, our final question for today comes from Barchiman, and he wants to know, he says, Dave Gettleman prefers, quote, adults. The last time Pat Shermer was a second-year head coach, the Cleveland Browns took a 28-year-old Brandon Whedon in the first round, do I have any concerns that the Giants will look to draft the safest, least dynamic quarterback if they take one in this draft? Listen, I think that what the Giants are going to do if they take a quarterback isn't going to be and isn't going to be to take the quote safest choice. I think they're going to take the player that they believe in whether that's a guy who looks like a safe choice like a Daniel Jones, you know, you know on paper, maybe it's a guy who's a a flyer, you know, an athletic guy with a with a huge arm like like a Tyree Jackson, you know, later on in the draft. They're going to take the player they think fits what they want to do the best. They'll take a quarterback at 17 or 37 or later in the draft, you know, if they think it's a value selection. You know, maybe later on in the draft that guy is Ryan Finley, a guy who maybe doesn't have the greatest arm, you know, in terms of arm strength, 
but also happens to fill a lot of the uh, or check a lot of the boxes that Pat Shermer likes in terms of personality, in terms of accuracy, in terms of anticipation, a lot of those kinds of things. So, you know, I don't think it's about being safe. It's about, you know, selecting the guy that they think is right for them. And I've said this a bunch of times. Maybe that guy's in this draft. Maybe they take a flyer, you know, on somebody this year. Maybe they use a second or third round pick. Maybe the guy that they want isn't in this draft at all. And that's okay if they don't take one. If there's a guy, if there's no one they really believe in, no one they that Pat Shermer says, I really want to coach that guy, which is one of his his things that that he says when he's asked about, you know, what does he think about when it comes to quarterbacks in the draft? He he one of the questions he asks himself is whether he really wants to coach that player. And, you know, and maybe, you know, Dave Gettleman has said, you know, he dreams about dropping a franchise quarterback or getting one for the Giants, you know, before his time as general manager is is over with. It's it's entirely possible that guy's not in this draft class. And if he's not, then that's okay. You don't take a quarterback just to take one. You don't take one because the media or the fan base, you know, or, or Mel Kuyper says that you should. You take one because you believe he's the guy that can lead your franchise. And if there isn't one of those guys in this draft class, that's okay. If there is one, they'll take one. And, uh, you know, they, they know they have to find a, a long-term replacement for Eli Manning. They know he's 38 years old. They know he's on the backside of his career. You know, they know his time is short. So they'll they'll do what they have to do. They'll do what they think is right. And when they find the guy they think can be the long-term solution, you know, then they'll make the move and get the guy. So, you know, we'll just see what happens. But I don't think they're not going to go out there and, and, and find the, the safest, least dynamic guy because then then they're admitted, you know, if, if that's their philosophy, then they're settling, you know, they're, they're settling for, for average. So, and, and I don't think that is the goal at all, no matter who they wind up picking. All right, Giants fans, that is our Twitter Tuesday edition of the Valentine's Views podcast. As always, we appreciate you listening. You know, please give me a follow at Big Blue View on Twitter if you haven't done that already. You know, join the community at BigBlueView.com. Make sure that you subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Make sure that you check out the shows from Chris Flum and Dan Pizzuta here on Big Blue View Radio as we continue to try to cover the NFL draft from all angles and and keep you uh, informed as much as we can about what is going on with your New York Giants. All right, Giants fans, we thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.